for Nerds by Nerds production. What are those intoxicating sounds? Why, Master, it's the Four Nerds by Nerds Halloween Spooktacular! <laughs> Welcome back to a very musical episode of the Four Nerds by Nerds podcast. I'm Josh, and today... I'm joined by a man who has a couple of different shows. You might know him from the Thanks for Coming podcast, or from his brand new solo podcast, Treble Treble. It's Seth. Hey, everyone. Thanks for having me, Josh. It's so great to be here. Thank you so much for coming on. I was so excited to do this. Me too. I love your show. I love nerdy things, which is obviously (laughs) why I started the solo podcast all about music. And uh, yeah, I'm really excited to talk to you about music today. Yeah, today we are going to be discussing Halloween music to go along with our Halloween spooktacular. Me and Seth both love music a lot, and we figured since Seth started a brand new music podcast, why not dive into not horror-themed music, but just if you went to a Halloween party, these are the type of songs that you would want to hear, or that you might hear, or that you might have heard growing up as a kid. But before we get into that, Seth, why don't you give us a breakdown of your original show and then give us a, a detail of the new show that you started? Sure. Um, well, so the first podcast I was a part of is Thanks for Coming. Uh, it's a RuPaul's Drag Race podcast. So basically, we talk about everything within the RuPaul universe. Uh, typically, that just means we're, uh, you know, doing episode uh, reviews uh, at, you know, week by week as the seasons are airing. Um, We've reviewed uh, a Netflix show that RuPaul was in called AJ and the Queen. Uh, We do have some off-season content um, where we just talk about topics like work or um, 90s music or various things like that. Um, We're putting out an episode on Friday. I'm not sure when this podcast is coming out, but it's about the old internet. And then the next week we'll be doing a pumpkin spice taste test, which is our our third annual. (laughs) So uh, I'm really excited about that. That's always a fun one to record. Um, So that's thanks for coming. And then uh, I do, you know, do that with my two friends, Jamal and Stoney. And my new podcast is called Treble Treble. Uh, it's a little play off David Bowie's song Rebel Rebel. And uh, basically that podcast is just me typically. And I talk about um, the connection that we have to music. And um, I talk about it through a queer lens. So I kind of related. I, you know, didn't necessarily start by thinking that it was going to be so much about my experiences (laughs) in life. But I think that's kind of what music is. So that's how we relate, you know, to, to life, we can relate through music. So I, each episode is one album. And I talk to you about the, um, the making of the album, the themes on the album, and then I pick out my favorite lyrics. 
And uh, sometimes I have guests. And then when the guests come on, I have a little discussion with them about their connection to music. And I talk about an album that they picked. So um, that's a really fun one to do. I've, I've done one of those so far and working on getting more for season one. Yeah, I, I can say I have never watched RuPaul's Drag. It's Drag Race, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, because I just don't, I don't have cable. Um, yeah, no worries. <laughs> but I've listened to your show, and you don't have to watch that show to enjoy your show. You guys are just so fun and have such wonderful energy. It's just great to listen to you guys chat. Oh, thank you. We, we've been friends for so long. Um, Jamal and I have been friends for I don't even know. It's been at least 10 years. Um, and then Stoney, I've been friends with him for maybe like seven, eight years. Uh, so we really have that rapport with each other. So we can sort of be a little bit, you know, shady to each other and we don't take it seriously. No one's feelings are hurt. Um, but we do like tell the story of the episode and then interject our thoughts. So it's a lot of fun. If you like comedy, maybe you don't like watching RuPaul's Drag Race, but you're interested in, in laughing. <laughs> so we are here to talk about music. What is a song that you, well, let's talk about Halloween here for a second before we just jump right into music. Cause we are talking about Halloween music. Oh yeah. When, when you were a kid, is there a song that you remember that like defined Halloween for you? Even Ooh. if not at the time in like in your memory now. I don't Oh man. I guess I didn't really associate music with Halloween until I was a little bit older. Like even now I think it's kind of weird a little bit to associate songs to Halloween. <laughs> it is hard. It's not like Christmas. I wish there was more like researching this, it is like, oh, these are a lot of pop songs that just happen to be a little spooky. Like, yeah, it's not it, like, oh, they play this on the title. radio at Chris at Halloween time. Right, exactly. I, I mean, you can find some playlists on Spotify. Um, yeah. I've listened to those a little bit, but I don't really have, unfortunately, the, the only thing I could maybe say in, uh, you know, is relating to music to my younger years. I would say is the uh, um, I put a spell on you from Hocus Pocus because I am old enough to uh, have seen that movie when it first came out. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. That's all I want. <laughs> so I guess that that would be my answer. Yeah, the song I sent you, I sent Seth a video. Um, yeah, I don't. Mm-hmm. Know. It's by very like interesting. The, yeah, Winterland. <laughs> I don't even remember what it was called. Winterland Orchestra or something like that. It's a very old album mm-hmm. that they took like nursery rhymes and basically made Halloween and trick-or-treat songs out of them. And the reason I remember the one song I sent you, which is We Are Here to Scare You, is yeah. when I was in like fifth grade, you know, when you're a kid at school, they'd have like, uh, I don't know if they did this where you, you grew up. They do at my school like um, costume parade for the little kids. Like you walk around the school okay. and all the parents would be there and take pictures and stuff. Um, when I was a little kid, they would, someone came and recorded that and then they played it on the public access channel <laughs> later. Oh no. <laughs> and they played that song while everyone was marching around. Really? So I just sat there waiting to see myself listening to that song, like on repeat over and over <laughs> and over again. <laughs> so 
I always like look it up because it's just a nice, fun, spooky song. But the only part I ever remembered was the chorus, and it's really the only good part of the song. The rest of the song's pretty shit. <laughs> yeah, I was listening to that, and I, was, I didn't know what I was getting into because this uh, album was not a part of my childhood. And I was like, this is, they, this is just Mary Had a Little Lamb. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yep. Yeah, and the whole was, thing is like that, too. And yeah, guess, it, and guess what? There's a second record that goes along with that. It was a two-record oh. set. <laughs> so there's about <laughs> 85 minutes of just... And it and it's not all original. They use the same song. Like, they'll use Mary Had a Little Lamb again and oh just make gosh. a different course. <laughs> wow. You know, that's what I remember from a kid. Yeah, thank God. I mean, that song was probably around when my grandparents were teenagers. (laughs) It's super old. It was like it was like the precursor to Kids Bop, (laughs) (laughs) or whatever that is. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. I think one that everybody knows, no matter how old they are, that definitely would be associated with Halloween would be the Monster Mash. Oh yeah, I mean that's a classic. That's got to be on everybody's halloween playlist for sure it's such a fun song i mean it's really like nothing but i love like vampires and frankenstein and all that stuff so oh yeah it always makes me so happy to hear yeah i like the monster mash um you know it's it's some people have said that it's a real graveyard smash (laughs) i've heard that about the song before you went there (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we did. <laughs> Nicely done. <laughs> you get a lot of humor like that on Thanks for Coming. Uh, I, I try to be a little bit more serious for Trouble Trouble. <laughs> for now. Season two, you'll be, be joking it up all the time. <laughs> we'll be having all the gag whistles and like, you know, enter the clowns. When I was researching, I was hoping to find a bunch of songs like the Monster Mash. Because I do know that they exist. Well, you know, there's also the one-eyed, one-eyed, one-something purple people eater. Yeah, I don't like that I, one as much. <laughs> you're not into that one? I, I think that's along the same lines of the Monster Mash. There, I, I worked at Spirit Halloween the last couple of years. I don't know work in okay. this year. But that was always fun for finding Halloween music because they always have music playing. Mm-hmm. Um, and they would play other songs that were definitely by the same guy that did Monster Mash. <laughs> Nice. There's one where he's like verbally abusing Igor throughout the song. <laughs> oh my gosh. But I couldn't what did find Igor any do? of them. I don't know. He's just like yelling at him, calling him stupid. <laughs> wow, that's kind of rude. So if you're ever in Spirit Halloween, keep an ear out for that. Because they always yeah, seem to have the same soundtrack every year. <laughs> Let me get the sound hound out, you know, and <laughs> figure out what who's you know what the song is. <laughs> what else do you oh, got? What what's a what's a real good one that if you went to a party Halloween party, you would definitely expect to hear it. Well, I have a really good one. It is Hungry Like the Wolf by Duran Duran. I mean, this is a class, I mean, it's just a classic song, just in general. Um, Great 80s music. It's fun. It's upbeat. You want to dance when you listen to this song. And um, it's Which part of the song are you supposed to dance to? There's Um, so many different noises going on. Yeah, that's, you know, you can just switch, that's just your cue to switch it up, you know, try the sprinkler, then you do the cabbage patch, <laughs> you can do the macarena a little bit, throw it in there if you want. That's right. 
Yeah. If you're feeling frisky, you can just you can do stoop out <laughs> That is a song that I've always heard at like Halloween parties. And yeah. I always go, What does this have to do with Halloween? And then I'm like, Oh yeah, I guess it is wolf related. It's it's because you're hungry like the wolf. It's like, like werewolves. The I'm standing at the pretzel bowl like you goddamn right I'm hungry like the wolf. Yeah. I've had <laughs> three beers. <laughs> I'm pretty hungry now. <laughs> um well and, and this this song kind of goes with your uh your uh werewolf week that you just did yeah absolutely i was trying to tie it in a little bit <laughs> yeah, yeah no it definitely works that was like uh we did american werewolf in london that came out today that's and a good that, one that entire soundtrack it's an amazing soundtrack and I couldn't oh, yeah. believe it because I had never watched the movie before. And I was like, holy shit, there's some killer tracks on here. Um, oh, yeah. But they are all either wolf or moon related. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, Werewolves in, Werewolves in London is a great Halloween song, too. I, I hear that on a lot of Halloween playlists as well. Yeah, surprisingly not in that movie. Ooh, it wasn't yeah, in the movie? I didn't hear it in the movie. I didn't see it in the subtitles. And I was I looking. I thought that was like the title track. You, you would think so. It starts with Blue Moon. And then oh, um, there's Bad Mood and Rising by um, Credence, Clearwater yeah, Revival. CCR, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and just a whole bunch of songs like that. And I was waiting for what we talked about because Ben had no idea what I was talking about. <laughs> and I was like, you've definitely heard this song before. Oh, yeah. And he's, I... and he's like, no, I've never heard of it. And I even sang it. And he's like, nope, not ringing a bell. I was like, no, we're, I'm going to find this. You need to You need to listen to this. You need to get this into your life, man. What have you been doing? <laughs> That's too funny. Well, you know, another song that I have to admit, uh, or I have to submit to our list here, um, you know, a little bit of poor timing, but it's Running With The Devil by Van Halen. Uh, unfortunately, uh, Eddie Van Halen just passed away. He lost his battle with cancer. Yesterday, yeah, it's very yesterday relevant. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's very sad. I love Van. Very, Halen. very sad. He changed music. He, I mean, he changed the way people play guitar. It's crazy the influence that he had. You know, with even just stylistically with that guitar, and I don't even have to describe it because you know what I'm talking about. I mean, even if you're a casual Van Halen fan, you know. <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's uh, always yeah. amazing when an artist cr- uses tools that already exist, but creates a entire new and unique sound. Totally. I mean, it's like Brian May, who uh, his dad built him his first guitar. So it is one of a kind. And that's, you know, how he got his signature sound. Yeah, I was just gonna, I was just going to bring that up. <laughs> just going to say, oh, that. man, steal on your lines. Yeah. But it is. It's always incredible when it's like, oh, look, they just did this one thing that no one thought of. And now with their talent, they've changed the whole industry. Totally. I got to actually, I saw that guitar, his red guitar. Uh, It was at an exhibit um, when I was living, before I was here in um, Oregon, I was living in Seattle and I went to the, I had a membership. There's this really great music there. It used to be called the Experience Music Project, the EMP I've heard Museum. of that, yeah. They changed it recently and sort of a little bit rebranded it to be called MoPop, which is Museum of Pop Culture. Um, so they do more pop culture. Like they'll have, they had a Marvel exhibit and they'll do um, 
like video game type stuff and that sort of thing. But they also have like exhibits about local musicians like Pearl Jam, Nirvana, Jimi Hendrix. Um, so it, it's an amazing museum, but they have this one exhibit that's just like the, what do they call it? Like the Hall of Guitars or something like that. And it's just all sorts of guitars throughout history. And some of them are, you know, some of them were more belonging to more famous people. Um, and one of the exhibit, one of the ones they had was Eddie Van Halen's signature red guitar. That's incredible. It was so cool to see in person. I, yeah. We don't I, get I anything it. like that up here. Like even in Boston, like <laughs> no. we talked about on the show a couple of weeks ago, like we wish there was like traveling exhibits for like Marvel movie memorabilia or like, I know they've done ones for like the, uh, like James Bond memorabilia and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And it's like, we never get anything like up there, that up here. It would be so fun to go to something like that. I was, gonna say, I think maybe the closest thing to you would be the rock and roll hall of fame. Yeah. That's and that's, a, that's, cool. that's like drive. a, yeah, it's like a 12 hour, 14 hour drive. <laughs> oh, well, you know, Maybe but I've been there. I've I've seen it. I've driven by. I've never been inside, but I have seen it. Oh man, you got it. I went once um, with my dad. It was such a fun time. Like it, it, it like the museum is huge. Um, I went the year when Nirvana was inducted to the Hall of Fame, and yeah. so that was really cool um, to see they had you know stuff from their class and of musicians and. I mean, lots of stuff like the Rolling Stones and David Bowie's outfits. Um, they had a Beyonce exhibit there. Um, they had like these big stage props from Neil Young uh, from one of his tours. I don't know. It was just the coolest thing. There is endless, endless memorabilia. There was like a whole room for Elvis Presley things. <laughs> yeah, I bet. Yeah. <laughs> My parents went like three or four years in a row. They went to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction ceremony. Oh, see, now I'm jealous. <laughs> yeah, so they saw like Pearl Jam get inducted and <sighs> Journey. That was a good one. Yeah, yeah. They, wow. They've seen a lot of their favorite. My dad's favorite band is The Cars. Oh, yeah. They and were recently he, inducted. Yeah, like two years ago, and they went to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. That's very cool. I know because uh, Rick Ocasek, recently had passed away was it that year yeah yeah, that, yeah, yeah i think he passed with? away like right after oh okay. it was crazy I, that is wild the timing of it all and and it was this year i don't even think they're doing the ceremony um the typical induction ceremony with the uh um pandemic going on yeah it's a bummer but because that's that's one thing I, I always watch it when they release it on hbo so it's always really like a a, a, a fun religious sort of thing that i partake in yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not interesting to everybody but for me i'm really into it that that museum you were talking about they when they had that original name they used to host a charity event called child's yeah. play okay yeah, have you ever heard of that i have not heard of, is that when they have um like bands come in and perform um, it is a, it's like a video game related event. It's oh, okay. to raise money to donate handheld video games to like terminally ill children's hospitals. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, do they still so, do that or? Um, as far as I know, I think they might've moved to a different state, but oh, they were doing it for a long time. And like, it, it's, I mean, it's one of those like hoity toity events. Like they have huge Oh yeah. Huge giveaways to raise money. Like 
you go and bid on shit. Oh, yeah. You can get, like, trips (laughs) to the sets of movies and stuff, like, if you got the money. And it's like, what a great cause to be like, you're very down because you're a little kid and you're stuck in a hospital, but at least, like, here's some video games. (laughs) Like, we'll try to kill the boredom for you for a little bit. That's right. I mean, that's a great thing. I know, and I feel like that's sort of, like, you know, happens a lot in Seattle and I, cause there were just lots of great events, you know, where people are using their, you know, the museum, especially like Pearl Jam held, um, you know, they had, did their home and away shows and they raised like $11 million for the Seattle homeless. Wow. That's incredible. It was really crazy. Um, and it was also a fun show to go to. Yeah, <laughs> but, yeah um, I bet. <laughs> I went both nights because I'm just that much of a freak. I love Pearl Jam so much. <laughs> See, I've had some fun at concerts, but for some yeah. reason, like, and I love music, but uh-huh. a lot of people like live music better, and I just don't like live music better, and I don't know why. Really? I love live music because it's, I don't know, it's just spontaneous, you know? It's like there could be a guitar solo added in, or there can be drums, you go to see Eddie just running all over the stage. And I mean, it's pretty cool. Like, I mean, there are certain bands, certain bands I could see you maybe not like getting excited to see live. And, but I mean, like bands like I saw the Foo Fighters and I was like on the, the rail on the, on the far left side, but like, you know, Dave Grohl runs like across the stage and he's just like right in front of me. It was so cool just to see him like shredding guitar right in front of me. I'm so jealous. See, I'd go to that. I, f- I fucking was, love the Foo Fighters. <laughs> yeah, same. I love them a lot. It was really cool too. And because, you know, I saw them, I was living in Seattle at the time, one of the times I saw them. Um, uh, he had Chris Novoselic from, uh, from Nirvana on, yeah. on as a guest and, you know, Pat Smear is in his tour in his touring band, so it's basically like the closest I would ever get to sing Nirvana, play live, and they played a song. It was a cover song um, called "Molly's Lips," and that's a song that Nirvana would like that had they had covered and and that sort of thing. So it was like I don't know, it was just such a cool thing. Yeah, I would love to see the Foo Fighters. I saw I saw Sticks, and they were amazing. Oh yeah, but the majority of the concerts I've seen were just like, oh, that was fun. But I have I've to never, tell you, I've never left a concert and been like, this was the best <laughs> night of my life. <laughs> oh well, I'm older now. Sometimes I'm just like, I'm tired. <laughs> but <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> but I have to tell you, like, probably one of the craziest like lineups that I ever saw in concert. The opening band was Cheap Trick. Yeah, I've seen Cheap Trick. Um, followed by Heart. Oh, followed by Journey. Wow, that is a good lineup. So, I yeah, it was crazy, <laughs> but yeah, music seeing music live is just so much fun to me. It's I don't. It's just such. It's just a different experience. It's a way for you to sort of forget about what is going on in your life. You know, like maybe there's not great things or whatever, or maybe you're stressed out about certain things and you can just go to like this concert and just be like not worrying about any of it and just have a good time with your friends or you can go alone if you like, you know, whatever, whatever experience you like having. 
Yeah, it is good. When it's good, it's it's great. And when it's it's not good, it's still okay. But I'm one of those people that, and I don't want to be, but I just can't help being like, <laughs> oh, he doesn't sing it like that on the CD. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. Like yeah. sometimes when they'll just like sing things differently for the entire song, and I'm just, I kind of feel like you're just kind of being lazy. Like just sing it the right way. <laughs> Like, uh, well, that's like when I saw Bob Dylan back in 2008 and uh, he, not the way he performs music now, it doesn't sound, it doesn't sound like you heard on the records at all. It's a, you're mainly just there to see Bob Dylan in person. (laughs) I saw Foreigner. Oh yeah. And it's pretty much now it's a foreigner cover band because there's like no original members anymore, but it was still (laughs) great. And the great thing about it is it's like, oh, it does sound like the album because that's what you're trying to sound like. Right. You're you're pretending. (laughs) Right. They're basically just like lip syncing to other people's music. (laughs) (laughs) Yikes. Um. I don't know how long you want me to talk, but I, I could just name a couple other songs that I like about Halloween songs. I'm oh, not absolutely. sure how long. Okay. <laughs> Cut me off. I just will keep talking unless you tell me. <laughs> oh, no, I'm having a hard um, time. <laughs> good, good. Um, so, of course, we have to mention this classic Halloween song, which is Thriller by Michael Jackson. Pro- yeah, probably the best Halloween song. I mean, that music video is uh, you still to this day, it's still pretty creepy. It is terrifying. I, um, me and Lindsay from Ye Old Crime Podcast. Oh, yeah. Uh, we just recorded. Like a, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, she's wonderful. We just recorded an episode the other day about werewolves outside of oh, Werewolf cool. Week, just talking about like our favorite werewolves in like pop culture. Mm-hmm. And number one was Thriller because I was like, when I was a kid, that like everyone's like oh the zombies the zombies to me it was though him transforming into a werewolf at the beginning of that is fucking terrifying mm-hmm. it scared the shit out of me as a kid yeah a hundred percent totally i can see that i mean but who but it's cool once they like doing synchronized dancing then it's not so scary yeah yeah <laughs> and there's a <laughs> there's a lot of connections here i mean that video is directed by john landis who did directed american werewolf in london yeah mm-hmm. so same That's fx people and mm-hmm. we got the the eddie van halen connection because he was also on that album because he plays guitar on um beat it oh yeah yeah which is a great song in itself too i mean yeah and he beat did that great. for free yeah i wonder if he ever regrets that yeah. <laughs> i mean i'm sure but, i mean he's van halen though but you know they're big enough on their own maybe he just doesn't care yeah. Well, they did and charge sure... Bismarcky quite a bit of money to sample uh, Janie's crying when he did Wild Thing. Oh, really? Yeah, they charged him like $250,000. Oh my gosh. Wow. Well, I, I, hope, I hope it was worth it. <laughs> but uh, Thriller has to take the cake. It is, it is amazing. I mean, even if you're not watching the video, mm-hmm. the song is spectacular. Well, and you know, it's such an iconic song. You know, just like a few, like little of those, uh, those like beats, those doom, doom. Like you just know what's coming next. You know, it's like it's gonna be thriller, and you know, people know the dance. So sometimes you'll see people doing like the dance routine. <laughs> I don't know, you know, drunk at a bar. <laughs> I'll do. It, I do it once in a while. 
you know, uh, if there's any video footage of that, you should probably post that. <laughs> We're all I curious. The, I do the chubby white guy version of that dance every once in a while. Oh, yeah, yeah. Everything I do is the chubby white guy version. <laughs> um, the entire song is capped off by arguably the king of spooky Halloween stuff, Vincent Price, narrating the end of the video. Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean you can't a get a better voice. Yeah, totally. I mean, that voice is iconic. That was the that was the my favorite part when I was a little kid because at the time Vincent Price was on Scooby Doo. So after seeing all this horrific shit, I was like, "Oh, thank God, the guy from Scooby Doo's here." Should we uh, should we do a couple more songs before we uh, call it a day? Yeah, I got one more song. Yeah, what do you um, have for us? I have a uh, spooky, scary skeletons. Oh yeah. Now there's a regular old, 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 like '30s, '40s cartoon of this with skeletons dancing around. Mm-hmm. Um, which I is always a little, see that. Yeah, you'll see like the gifs of it a lot, and it's it's still a fun song. It's like a Looney Tunes type of thing. Um, yeah, and it's kind of slow, but there is a remix of it by um, there's this YouTube group called The Living Tombstone. Okay, and they do a lot of fun remixes. And their version is fantastic. Me and my kids listen to it all the time. They love it. <laughs> oh, very cool. Yeah, I feel like that's a fun video to have on at your Halloween party, like in the background. Yeah. Yeah, it is a, it's a super cute cartoon to just watch if, if you want something childishly spooky. <laughs> well, it's, it's fun to watch all the, the skeletons because, like, they change different shapes and... Yeah, they're switching each other's heads and stuff. Yeah, uh (laughs) uh-huh. It's so fun to watch. Um, Speaking of Skulls, I have a really great Halloween song for you called Skulls by the Misfits. I mean, I feel like the Misfits are like a staple Halloween band. Yeah, absolutely. I I just saw them in concert uh, maybe a year, maybe not quite a year ago. But the whole stage, like, you just feel like you're living in Halloween regardless. Yeah. I think I was saw them in the summer. It was raining or something like that. And I was like, it's Halloween. Was that the original lineup? It was, yes. Uh, it, this was yeah. on their legally obligated tour that they had to go on to all together. Yeah, because I know they, they had been touring for a while and it was barely the Misfits. Yeah, I had... Um, I had seen them uh, every when I was living in uh, Los Angeles, California. Every year they do a Ramones tribute for Johnny Ramone. Uh, his his wife Linda puts on this um, event, and it's to raise money and things like that. Um, so one of the years the Misfits were the guests, and this was before they had reunited. And uh, they had you know like El Chupacabra uh, was there, and it was you know led by Jerry only at that point. And, it it wasn't quite the same. <laughs> yeah. Well, so speaking of the Ramones, um, the Ramones had a song called Pet Cemetery that was for oh, Pet yeah. Cemetery, the movie. And that's always a fun, spooky song to listen to. Oh yeah. I love I love any Ramones song. But yeah, Pet Cemetery is great. Um was it like I don't wanna I don't wanna be buried in a pet cemetery. I yeah. I don't wanna yeah. die alone or something like that. Yeah. I mean, well, which is, you know, was it written after the movie or the book, I should say? I think it was written after the book because it's in the end credits of the of the original movie. Oh, okay. That's how, that's the order of it. Um, yeah, that makes more sense. But yeah, I, I knew that it was written about that story. And 
which is fun. <laughs> it's so creepy. <laughs> I never saw the remake of that movie, but I did see the original of Pet Cemetery, and it really, really enjoyable still. Yeah, I didn't see the remake either. And I wanted to because I, I like John Lithgow. Mm-hmm. I, I had, when it came out, maybe it was a year or two ago, uh, I didn't hear such great reviews, so I wasn't in too big of a hurry to check it out. It didn't. It definitely didn't do well because I saw it in a like Stephen King five pack at Walmart. <laughs> oh no! And it's the <laughs> original Pet Cemetery, the new Pet Cemetery, and three other Stephen King movies, and the whole oh thing costs five dollars. Really? So that's a dollar <laughs> a movie <laughs> for a movie that came well, out like a year and a half ago. Getting some bang for your buck, I guess. You know? <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> Uh, you get at least, you know, five good movies out of it. Well, four, I should say. <laughs> I don't know if the remake was great. All right, but, what, do you, um, what do you got to send us off with? You got another one last one? Sure. Um, so let's see. Um, well, I have a, a great one. Uh, another favorite is People Are Strange by The Doors. Oh, like yeah. That one. And then another classic would be Number of the Beast by Iron yes, Maiden. Yes, Iron Maiden. Yeah, that's a great one. You have to you have to talk about Iron Maiden for Halloween as well. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you want something spooky like to watch? Imagery. Just watch their stage show. <laughs> yeah, what is what their their monster's name is Fred? I think it's uh, Eddie or Eddie. That's what it. I knew yeah. it was a name like Fred or like something like simple. Um, but yeah, Eddie. Ours is uh, Fred. Is it? Oh, yeah, our robot's name is Fred. <laughs> Maybe that's what I'm getting confused. I am horrible with names. Um, but yeah, that stage show is really fun. I've never seen Iron Maiden live, but I would love to. And I've seen videos and it's really cool. And it's very spooky. Yeah, it is. It's amazing. <laughs> it's such a cool concept. <laughs> and that song is fantastic. They have a lot of spooky songs like that. Um, yeah, I you mean, se- you could play. I was going to say, you could just play like Run to the Hills. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah, they talk about sub- such obscure stuff that pretty much any song of theirs can be taken as a Halloween song. <laughs> yeah, totally. I mean, that's just their their uh, style, their aesthetic of choice. Have you ever seen uh, Flight 666, the documentary? I haven't. Um, like, no. fall... mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a documentary filmmaker, and he made a documentary that was just about like metal music and he like went to Dio's house when he was still alive and talked to him and then he went to like Denmark and talked to these like black death metal (laughs) artists where they were like killing each other like like it was like gang territory type shit and then his follow-up film was Flight 666 where he like spent an entire year on tour with Iron Maiden and oh my gosh they have this huge yeah, it's incredible. They have this huge airliner, and who's the lead singer? Bruce Dickinson? I think so, yeah. Yeah, he he is a pilot, so he flies <laughs> their giant, like, 747. Oh, wow. All their equipment and their entire stage show, everything's just packed in this one huge jet, and then they just fly around the world. That's wild. What a, what a way to travel the world, you know, as a band. Yeah, I mean, they're they're he went to like Egypt with them and they're putting on these huge stage shows oh and they gosh. went to Japan and everywhere. Like they literally went around the entire world and played all over the place. And he just, he just recorded it. 
and it, it's fantastic. That's like um, like my dream job. <laughs> that sounds yeah. <laughs> just so much fun to me. I, I know uh, now. I, now I understand why roadies are like, yeah, just follow them around. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I did have a uh, Iron Maiden. They have a beer. I don't know if you've ever seen that, or I don't know if it's still being made. Um, but they had a nice English lager that was pretty tasty. Oh really? No, I've never seen this. Yeah, it's it's a cool. I mean, you get Eddie on the cover. You know the typical imagery that you see from Iron Maiden. It's a pretty pretty. I mean, it's a light drink. It's. I don't think. I don't know. I don't think you would get drunk off of it, but it's it's tasty beer. Yeah. Yeah, have to look and, into that. <laughs> yeah, it, it. I think they come as like four packs, and they're like the the sixteen ounce cans, the slightly bigger one. You get a pint. <laughs> Definitely have to order some of those. <laughs> yeah, definitely. It's tis the season, you know. <laughs> we don't have uh, peppermint bark or uh, uh, what else do people eat at Christmas time? Gingerbread cookies. Is that Thanksgiving? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> no, I don't no. celebrate Christmas. <laughs> we don't have any fruitcake. <laughs> yeah, but we have Iron Maiden beer. Yeah. So Halloween lives on. Yeah, fuck Christmas. Halloween rules. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, all, you know, I don't know if you want this topic to, to get in. This could start a heated discussion, but all the people that are already trying to start make, like, start having Christmas happen already, and we haven't even gotten to Halloween yet. Yeah, there's Christmas stuff at the dollar store down the street from my house. Uh, I, yeah, you start to see it already. It's. I was like, why is this taking up Halloween space? <laughs> exactly. It's like, you know, Halloween's not over yet. Like, give us through Halloween. Uh, I'm not as, I mean, Thanksgiving's like, I can take it or leave it. At least give us that. Yeah, I love Halloween. That was the best part about working at Halloween stores. It kept me in the Halloween spirit for like three months. Heck yeah. I mean, that's so open fun. At the end of July and work all the way till November. <laughs> <laughs> it was fantastic. And you probably get a cool discount so you can like really decorate your house like well. Yeah, they, they, that is one thing they do right there. You do get a pretty sweet discount. <laughs> and then they have like family and friend day where your f- family and friends are allowed to come in and they get your discount too. Oh, wow. Very cool. Yeah. So, yeah. Man, yeah, not bad. I hope not those stores are doing okay. This year they finally they opened one in the town I actually live in, and it's the one year I'm not working at one. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> hopefully they'll be back next year for you. Yeah, hopefully. What well, if you decide to work next year? I guess who knows yeah. what? <laughs> yeah, who knows what'll be going on? Yeah, it's hard to say. <laughs> Depends if my kids are in school or not. <laughs> oh, that too. Yeah, man, are you doing the the homeschool thing? They're on like a like. They go Tuesdays and Thursdays right now. Oh uh, yeah, I, yeah. I have I have Monday, Wednesday, Fridays. I have to do school work with them. Oh jeez. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't know you were going to be a teacher when you grew up, did you? No, I wasn't really looking forward to it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, props to all the teachers out there listening. Though they they do hard work and they don't get rewarded very much, so. Um, I guess now a lot of the parents are starting to see that. So hopefully when the kids are back in school, they'll be a little bit nicer to the teachers, help them out with school supplies, all that fun stuff. Yeah, it's hard enough having little kids because my kids are only in kindergarten and first grade. Oh, yeah. I can't imagine parents that are like having to do this with like a seventh grader. Calculus. (laughs) Because they change shit so much, you know, like – 
the, the way they do math and stuff now. It's oh like, yeah, I'm, I'd be ripping my fucking different. hair out. <laughs> yeah, I have no idea. I would, I would, yeah, I could barely do math. Math was not my forte, even as much into like this. They say like, uh, you know, if you play musical instruments, you should be really good at math or whatever. Uh, that was not the case for me. I was horrible at math. <laughs> I have the opposite. I can't play an instrument to save my life, but I'm all right in math. Man, I don't know. I really missed out. It, it was, it was always, always a struggle for me, but I really enjoyed, um, I enjoyed foreign language. So I don't know how that ties in. That sort of ties into um, music, I would think, you know? Yeah. I didn't take Italian, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, it, I took French, so it's so it's you know it's a romance language. They're a little bit similar. Yeah, it's the music of the heart and all that jazz. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Seth. Well, um, this was super fun. Yeah, thank you so much for having me on the podcast. I had a really great time, and and hopefully the people listening like me, so that you can invite me back. <laughs> well, you're definitely coming back. We have a very surprise, uh, very secret surprise episode that we're we've been planning for months now that we've never done yet. I know. Well, we have, I think we have two ideas actually. <laughs> do we? Yeah, we probably do. I but, uh, yeah, yeah, we do. I, I'm a procrastinator. And um, so I, you know, it, it's hard. <laughs> it's hard to get everyone on the same page sometimes. Yeah. It's always hard with schedules too. Cause you yeah. Know, people totally. will be like, I re- I record on Mondays and it's like, well, we record <laughs> on Fridays. So <laughs> this isn't happening. Well, yeah. Yeah, I just, uh, I'm sure it'll, I'm sure it'll happen. So hopefully you all will be hearing me back. Hopefully you guys enjoyed what you've heard so far. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm, I'm sure they did. This is a great episode. Why don't you tell everyone where they can find you on the internet? Oh, sure. Um, so if you're interested in RuPaul's Drag Race, you can find me at TFC pod on uh, Twitter and Instagram, we killed it, the Facebook page. So um, it's just too much. And um, Facebook's for boomers. So <laughs> uh, we... Fuck Facebook we, and fuck Christmas. Yeah, exactly. Facebook is the Christmas of social media. <laughs> I'm saying it now. Um, and then if you're interested in music, um, it's you know, a show for everyone. I do talk and relate a little bit of the music towards like my experiences, my, uh, as a queer person, they tend to be, you know, queer experiences, but it's not totally like that. It's just talking about really great music and talking with people about their love for music. And you can find me there at Treble Treble Pod and, and on Instagram as well. And again, no Facebook. Yep. Fuck Facebook. <laughs> yeah, fuck them. <laughs> it's not great so, for podcasting. No way, Jose. Um, yeah, so you can find me there. I'm more than happy to chit chat with all of you, and hope, hopefully you'll check out one of the one of the shows. I'm mainly here for Trouble Trouble, but you know, <laughs> we, if you if you happen like RuPaul's Drag Race, you have thanks for coming too. What days do new episodes come out? Sure. Um, so for Thanks for coming. New episodes come out on Tuesdays. Um, sometimes it's flex. It's a little bit flexible based on whatever day the the show is airing. Um, we need a little time to edit it. <laughs> um, so we do that. Sometimes we'll do a second podcast, and usually those will come out on a Thursday or Friday. 
for Trouble Trouble. Those come out every other Friday. So that's every two weeks on a Friday. Awesome. Yeah, make, everyone, make sure you rate, review, and subscribe. Seth is great, and his shows are fantastic. Oh, thank you. This show's fantastic. I'm happy to finally be on here. So oh, if you, you haven't reviewed this show, what are you doing? I mean, you're clearly listening. Review the show now. <laughs> yeah, get on. Now, <laughs> I'm not trying to lecture anybody, but yeah, this show's great. I love, um, you know, talking to Josh online, and, and this has been an absolute blast. Yeah, I'm so happy to finally get to actually talk to you, talk to you. We, we chat quite a bit. We're super good. We're yeah. podcast buddies, as I like to say. Yeah, we are. We're I have like a tight colleagues? little group of podcast buddies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah we, are, we are contemporaries. Yeah, there you go. Um, but yeah, it's always a good time talking to Josh. He's a real fun guy. So definitely subscribe if you're finding this for the first time because you love Halloween music. Awesome. <laughs> Thank you so much, Seth. Yeah, thank you for having me. I can't wait to have you back on. Do you just let me know? I'll be back. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Bye, everyone. All right, bye. There you have it, folks. Thank you again to Seth for coming on the show. We both had a lot of fun. I uh, can't wait to have him back on. We're going to do a couple of different things, and uh, it's going to be fun being podcast buddies with him because he's a great guy. Be sure to follow him on social media at the links he gave you and rate, review, and subscribe his podcast. They are really great. You can follow our show, FNBN Podcast, on Twitter, FNBN, the number four in the letter U, on Instagram and Facebook. You can email the show, FNBN, the number four in the letter U, at gmail.com. We're on T Public. Just search FNBN and you'll, our links will pop right up. All right, so we'll come back at you later this week with another episode. I'm Josh, and for Ben, this is the 4 Nerds by Nerds podcast signing off. Stay nerdy, my friends. And now my daughter wants to sing Monster Mash for all of you. The Monster Mash... They did the monster mash, the monster mash. It was a gravion smash, the monster mash. Gravion smash, the monster mash. It was a gravion smash. Ow. Ow.